For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's the end of the year edition of Hitting the High Notes Jazz Talk. End of the year for the Jazz, but not end of the year for us. Um, uh, it is I, I am here. You can follow me on the Twitterverse at Superman. That's H-U-U-T-R-N Superman. Uh, R.I.P. to Jazz High Notes at Jazz High Notes. Uh, I just don't want to put the work in to get that handle back. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, and right now we, we are have, we are two-thirds of our tripod. We're, we're missing our other leg. Um, he'll probably be here in a little bit. But uh, let's go to our second leg. Uh, he's the Squatches of Dragons. He is Rudy Gobert's biggest fan, or or Kyle Anderson's biggest fan, one or the other. Um, uh, it is a uh, Dragon Squatch. Uh, what's up, Logan? Just always tugging. Always tugging. Yeah, that's a always tugging. <laughs> could be could be where he is. So, uh, Logan, it, it, we haven't had you on. I mean, we we like record so infrequently now. It feels like I haven't talked to you in o- over a month, but um, it's been a minute. Uh, you know, last time we talked, you know, you, know, you weren't. Uh, a believe host now you're officially a uh, host of the believe network so um we got the jazz uh you know they they finished i don't know how do you feel about where the jazz finished i mean everybody knows where, how i feel about it. everybody knows how jerry feels about it. how do you feel about where the jazz finished uh, just outside the play-in ah uh, i do I, I don't know I, I lost complete interest in giving a shit part of the way through i think that i really think that that stretch there that stretch where they went really bad against San Antonio and Oklahoma City just sunk me for a minute. I, I had small hopes, I think, even the last time we potted of just going for the play and why the fuck not go for the play in? But it just, I don't know. I mean, they, it's, I think it's like we've all said before, they already made their bed. So it was yeah, what it was. It's like lottery stuff. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't excite you. Um, and that, that's, I, I kind of like that because obviously I'm, you know, from game one, I was fucking done with this team, right? And, um, you know, I they they pretty much ended up where I thought they. I actually thought they were going to go and and get in the playoffs and make their pick even worse. At least now they actually have a chance, as small it may be, to at least get a top four. Um, you know, we have to start recording late because um, at work I I do a Instagram live with Sam. We're going to do like you know lottery picks every every day and um in our you know for those who you know for the fifty people who didn't watch <laughs> or we only have fifty people watching, but uh, we did the you know tankathon thing and. The Jazz actually uh, moved up to a top four pick, so um, it could be exciting. Uh, it, it could happen. Like it's twenty percent. Um, maybe I should say in, the, in other terms, like there's eighty percent chance the Jazz do not move up in the draft. So that's a little more depressing. Um, but you know, it's, it's true. Uh, but this stuff doesn't excite you, does it, Logan? No, not really. Um, it's it's uh, it, uh, it it just seems to me like the pessimism I see on. The stuff I read is we're just always we're we're just always that spot away from where we need to like if the the, the top eight the we're we're the nine slots and the top right. eight the top eight prospects are the game changers right so if we were in the seventh spot it'd be the top six so um, I, I think I've I think I've come around to um, just I guess my own I don't know if it's my own common sense but the own like it's my own common sense I mean it's, it's reality I 
I've just come to the the, the understand. I, I understand the Victor hype. I understand the want for Victor. I do believe, as you've stated and we've all stated, everyone stated he has that LeBron James, Tim Duncan type prospect. Like we're talking, not what I was talking about. We're talking about generational possible game changing talent, right? <laughs> so I, I I get the fascination with that. I'm not. I ha, I I'm unable to convince myself that the other two through fifteen prospects or ten are absolute game changers i i, I just I, I that 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 to me feels more like the the hyperbole of, of many other drafts i just don't mm-hmm. understand how that can be true so i guess i just i i don't know it's just, it's 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 just an interesting place because i've never gotten into the draft really it's never been something i understand and now with i guess increased twitter consumption and seeing that that's what everyone gets into it's kind of it's, you, you kind of see it every single day i don't i mean i don't know i mean scoot's kind of been the the, the second best the second best prospect all along, right? And I, I've seen some flux on that, but t- to me, he's not a, a, a huge guy, and I think that he's relative. I mean, he's young, and there's some. I don't know. There's. there's I get why Victor feels like the slam dunk can't miss. I I completely get that, but the rest of them, I I I, I they all look the same to me on tape. <laughs> like they all look like they could be. They could. There could be studs. There could be not. I'm not. I I, I don't. I don't. I'm, I guess I, what I'm saying is I'm not convinced, that, like the rest of the world, that this this draft has, you know, uh, nine to ten Hall of Famers in it. Right. So. Yeah. Like I mean, that's like uh, you know, for me, it's it's uh, the the same. Like um, I, uh, <laughs> I am um, uh, at the beginning of the year, or you know, in the offseason, I said, you know, I I know that the chance to get the number one seed is. Is a uh, really hard, even if uh, even if um, the Jazz had um, uh, you know got the worst record in the league, it's only a fourteen percent chance, right? Uh, but I had always said, you know, hey, even if the Jazz were the worst team in the league, the worst pick they would get would be top five, which I thought, you know, like, hey, you know, in this quote unquote strong draft, right? Um, they, everybody keeps talking about how strong this draft is. And I thought, hey, you get yourself a top five pick. There's likely a game changer. In, in those five picks somewhere, like three of those five picks are probably going to be, you know, if you don't get the LeBron type level, you're probably going to get at least the Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Tatum, uh, John Morant like type players that are, are they look really good and uh, with the right pieces around those guys, um, uh, you might be able to say, all right, cool, these guys are, these guys are it. Um, so yeah, that's why like I'm not, I, I don't want to say I'm not disappointed. I am disappointed. But uh, with where the Jazz ended up this year, Logan, like, whatever, right? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 no, I, no, no, I, I, I get it, and I understand. I, I'm not saying that there isn't going to be some studs. I think there's going to be some studs, but the way it's been phrased is it's almost as though like people feel like there's six. I think I was being, I was being a little bit obnoxious saying nine to ten, but I think there's a lot of people that like, I think a lot of folks like absolutely believe that there's like five or six just no. certain certainties no. there. And I get what, and I get what you're saying. And, like, I, and I just don't, know. I just don't believe that. that that's right. where I think it's just got off the rails. A like little everybody, bit everybody's made this. Yeah. They've they made their line to the combination of that eight and eight. And is that, is it because the jazz are at nine and they just kept wanting to get higher and higher? Because like, yeah, if the jazz had fallen to eight, then they're like, Oh boy. That eighth guy is pretty good, but that seventh guy is like it's like we get to these like little minute details. Like we're like, oh my god, number eight, it's just it's just far and away above number nine. And really, I mean, I mean, if you're gonna miss out on the LeBron James, uh, LeBron James, I'm a ceiling. There, there's probably gonna you know this draft is probably pretty good. It just you know I said last week, it's just gonna take a little luck. The Jazz are just gonna have to get lucky that 
the guy that they that ends up being really good, it turns out to be you know nine. And when I say really good, I mean I, I don't you know I I said Gordon Hayward um, uh, last week. Um, there's you know there there are different types of good. <laughs> I you know like I uh, we were in this uh, other group chat that. It's not the group chat that people are thinking of, but it's a small group chat like with you, uh, me, Nate, uh, Stabler, and Nate, which is like, well, what are your what are your tiers? And you know, I was falling asleep and I just didn't have time to. But you know, my tiers are sort of like you know, the LeBron James is sort of you know in in his stratosphere uh, of his own. Um, then you have this like weird tier of like Kawhi, Paul George, Damian Lillard, which for one reason or, or, or another, like they don't he doesn't they don't get to like that. That next tier of like the, uh, you know, Joel Embiid's, um, for whatever reason, whether it be injuries or just something about him, like they, they're so close. Like Damon was just always just a little bit behind Steph Curry, um, mm-hmm. and, and and then you have like, but the, you also have like this tier of like Laurie Markin and Demonte Sabonis, uh, um, Julius Randle, like I mean, and everybody's you know like uh, Arn, right? He he tweeted me one day he's like. You kept saying the most smallest, and I thought you were like insulting Laurie Markinen. And you know, after watching Smallest play, he's like, "Oh, I, I kind of think it's a, a a compliment now." And I was like, "That's the thing is that like I think those guys are good, but you know, you can kind of tell they're just not as good as as the top guys." So, um, I guess what you know, this is a long way of saying I hope the Jazz draft somebody that's closer to you know the Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown here, and. Further away from like the you know uh, Brandon Ingram, I, I don't know. Like, I'm like what's this tier below those guys? So you know, like, Brandon, I, I don't know. Uh, Brandon Ingram might be in that same. Brandon Ingram might be in that same tier. I don't. I, I don't really know the the next tier. But there's some really good players. That, like, to, here's the thing: to get in the NBA, you have to be really good. Like when I say Ochai Abaji is like a top eight pl- player on a roster, it's not. It's not really a, a dig. Like, being a top eight, like, some of these guys, like, wish they could be top eight on the roster, you know? Like, um, when, when, I, when I say George Yang type player, like, that's a pretty good player. Uh, when I kept calling the second round picks try, to try to get the George Yang's level, they obviously didn't even get close. Like, what George Yang has done in his career is really impressive. Um, and sometimes I think we, like, focus on the negatives and uh, we, we don't sometimes, um, uh, we, we sometimes think, oh, you know, George Yang sucks, right? Like, you know, he doesn't suck. He's a top, you know, whatever, 100. 200 player in the in the league. So um, let's uh, – oh, oh, wait, we got it. We got someone calling in. Let's get Jared Barker. Logan, we'll be right back. We're going to get Jared Barker in. And I think Jared oh. Barker – there he is. Uh, go to this is 49. He's back. Uh, what's up, Jared? I'm much. How are you guys doing? Good. Uh, we're talking about, you know, tears and uh, – you have a good tug? Do what? <laughs> a tug like the tc tugger <laughs> oh that's my that's my favorite shirt <laughs> who, I, who, I, who i do i do have i do have two two draft related questions that are off topic from what we we're talking about just so i can yeah go for it i just need i need to help some understand as you said even if you if you got had the worst record in the nba mm-hmm. you were you were guaranteed at least the fifth pick right that if, four, if four teams had dropped ahead of you in the draft uh, which was unlikely. Oh, okay, never mind. Now, yeah, yeah. Now the I just answered my own question. Never mind. I got it now. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Like, now, now explain to me what the what what this fucking double draft is that I keep hearing about. I need to understand what that means. Uh, well, apparently, it's never going to happen. And it's, it's not it's not going to happen now, anyways, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Uh, well, the double draft was like the like the rule. I mean, you know, we, we don't have high schoolers in, in the league anymore, right? We're we're making all the high schoolers go play a year of ball somewhere else. 
Yeah, the idea that the one and done was going away. Yep, and uh, the, the the double draft was going to be the not only we're going to have like the really good college players, but those really good high school players were supposed to come out at the same time. Um, and so you're going to have a you know double the pool, right? Because those high schoolers would have been able to come out into the draft, and the players that were already coming out in the draft were going to be there. So that would be the quote unquote double draft, right? That's a stupid thing to call it, and they should they, they should never that that's incredibly confusing and misleading. Um, it's about as confusing and irritating as what we call a play-in tournament. I'm sorry, it's not a tournament. There's only four fucking teams. That doesn't make a tournament, okay? Well, I mean, they don't even all have to play each other. Yeah, I know exactly. The, the play-in uh, has has worked out. I mean, so far for the Jazz has worked out really well. They should call it the knockout tournament because basically, like, one team wins, it knocks the other team out. Well, no, it's not even the it's not even the play in portion. It's just calling it a tournament. Don't call it tournament. Yeah, it's called knockout. Call it the knockout rounds. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, the, and the, the round that doesn't exist in the, in the history books. Of, yeah, the stats that just drives Ken, just the Ken Clayton and, yeah. and just gives fucking Ken Clayton and uh, the Clayton's and the uh, aneurysms. They just yeah. like they can't handle it. The, the, <laughs> the numbers don't exist. Um, the limit doesn't exist. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I mean, would that be some shit if someone dropped one hundred and one points in a play? <laughs> that would be insane. But it and never existed. It was a pickup game. Couldn't say it happened. Yeah. <laughs> it was a glorified practice. Uh, have you guys been? You guys have been watching, obviously, right? Uh, I watched every. I watched all the playing games. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, probably more a reflection on me. I mean, but they, they at least. I mean, I I love the idea of the one and done basketball. Um, this, is, I mean, the the, team, the teams like the, there's literally no tomorrow. These are the, the, the these are uh, the most important games of the year for them. Um, you yeah, know. And, and and I guess I think the four so far have been good, right? I mean, I, seeing Atlanta, right. yep. I mean, it, Atlanta being the Heat, I don't think many people expected, and we were all waiting for the Quinn Snyder collapse, which yes. never came. <laughs> so that had that had viewing eyeballs. And they then, just needed a Trey Young to... tonight. Yeah, tonight the fucking bowl storming back from wherever mm-hmm. it was was entertaining. Yep. And those were the two early games that were just like background, back, you know, background dinner noise for me. But yep. Obviously, he's very involved with hoping that the Timberwolves got their ass kicked, but that I, didn't happen. I, I didn't get their ass kicked, but they right. didn't. I, I, I love Jazz Twitter. Like, um, uh, I was actually doing something else yesterday, so I didn't watch the most of the game. But I like to get to see the tweets. Like, ah, oh, fuck the Wolves, you know, these these stupid Lakers. And then I get home, I'm able to watch like the last like minute of the game. Like, okay, so so it's, it's actually um, uh, almost a tie game. And... I know that, you know, what it took to get there, obviously, but, um, yeah, I mean, the, the Jazz needed a bunch of things to happen to get a better pick from the Wolves, and, you know, everything's hit so far, um, so that, that that's pretty good, and it's, it's funny, because, Logan, you coined something on here, I, you didn't mean to, but it was just, you know, pro- probably last offseason, you said something about, um, uh, if there's one thing you can count on, it's a Minnesota Timberwolf pick, you know, <laughs> Uh, you know, it, 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 so. there, there's there's one franchise that you can count on to to have good picks at some point in their um, in their future is the Minnesota Timberwolves. So something to that effect. I, I, I'm not saying as eloquently as you did. I'll have to go back and like listen to. Well, some. I'm sure it wasn't eloquent. Um, <laughs> but 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 to your point about calling games early, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna got this new game I'm gonna play, which is who's gonna be the first one to prematurely call a game over? Is it? Jazz jargon, or is it? Um, Gets it. Our, our buddy, it's Jeff, right? Who's Jazz? What he got? You know, what I'm talking about Josh. Sorry, Josh, Josh. Josh, Josh, yeah, Josh, yeah, uh, Josh, Josh, yeah, yeah. So, 
Yeah, they both love to call a game, or they like to call a game over in the first quarter. Yeah. I, I, I noticed Jazz jargon sneaky about it too. I mean, Josh has that reputation, but I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw Mr. Jargon calling it like in the first quarter. So, and you can tell always... that there are fans who are, you know, like I mean, to cheer for the Lakers is, you know, there's something in our souls right now as Jazz fans that you know these, you know, this this is going to be a pretty good draft. Like I'm not. Look at Tony Jones is apparently again. This is you know this is not not to call it Tony, but he's just one of these guys like oh man, wherever the Jazz draft there, he's going to be you know a Hall of Famer at every spot. I'm like, there's not 15 Hall of Famers in this draft, um, or I mean, I mean NBA Hall of Fames maybe not. It feels like that's every draft that people are always hyping up. Oh, this is the, the next greatest draft in the world. <laughs> yeah, this is the best that, draft since 2003. That, that, that's true. The greatest draft ever. This one, this one has a little bit of. I mean, gosh, I mean they're playing. G League games on NBA TV, and I'm uh, showing them uh, games from France and the France French national team. So this one seems to have a little more juice than you know maybe the Anthony Bennett draft. Um, mm. uh, even last year's draft was was okay, it was fine. Um, but yeah, this is this is a draft that has a, a lot of juice to it. But it does get you know the the, the echo chamber, the hyperbole does start to build on each other. Um, and yeah, there's there, there's a lot of good players and. I, again, I, I hope the Jazz just draft a, a tier, in my mind, a tier two good player, at, at least. Because um, I feel like the tier three of good players, I mean, tier three could be like all-stars. The, the, you know, they, they can they can be all-stars. They can be multiple-time all-stars. Um, I just don't know if uh, you can win a NBA championship with only tier three uh, guys, but... What do I know? You know, so no. That, 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 I mean, we, we we've touched on that a little bit too on here before. At least my own theory is I don't I don't believe that I don't believe that the traditional model works for the Jazz, and I know I, I just I it, I'm just very interested to watch and see how the playoffs play out this year. I guess specifically in the West because the West, while there is star power there, there's just a lot of so there's, a the star power feels like it's over the hill, and the rest of the guys feel like they've still got something to prove. It's a very it's a very interesting combination. I think the, I mean, the East is obviously super top heavy. I mean, we, we got, um, we got Barker, Barker and Bus here. I mean, he probably watches <laughs> a lot of NBA games, right? And, and Logan, I know you, you, you're a big sports nut. I've, I've known you for a long time. Uh, like the Nuggets, right? The Nuggets, uh-huh. do they feel as dangerous as the 2021 Jazz? Like the, the, the Jazz that had the number one uh, record in the, in, in the league? Um, they've been really quiet. Like nobody's scared of the Nuggets, right? But, I mean, I, I don't think anyone was scared of the Jazz either, though. That's that's the thing. We're like, was anybody scared of the Jazz? Um, were we just hyping that too much? Or so, yeah. So, I mean, being number one again, like, gosh, like, like seeds had have not mattered in the NBA for a long time. <laughs> Teams have gotten so good that they don't care about you know winning on the road anymore. Um, you know the you know number two, um, uh, the Grizzlies, who just are kind of weird and have some problems right now, or they they. We're having problems. I don't know if they fix it or not. Um, they have some drama. Yeah, but, 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 but I mean, but, but I mean, if we're talking about like the superstar structure, which is the normal hierarchy, right? Mm-hmm. Which you've got to have one to two super superstars in your, you know, in, the, in like your tier one, right? I don't. I mean, I don't know that. I don't know. I can't think of anyone that has that right now. I mean, I guess the the, the Celtics are the closest, but Celtics. I don't. I don't. I, I mean, don't Bucks, know. I mean, Bucks. Uh, with... Do the Bucks though? Like, who's who's the Bucks? Like. You consider Drew Holiday a tier one player? No, I, I, oh, no. you're talking about multiple tier one guys, right? Or oh, multiple tier one guys? Yeah, no, just or close. Like the, the Bucks yeah. are really. No, yeah, good. Not, it, not, it, I mean, it's, 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 more it's, more it's like... Giannis, and then 
you know, just a lot great of, structure. A lot of really, right. really good players, yep. but like not like um, another. I don't even know if they. I, I guess Drew Holiday is a star. It still feels weird to say that. Yeah. So I mean, like, I mean, Denver has Jokic and then you know a bunch of tier three ish players. Uh, Jamal Murray's probably that, that that line for me, like tier three, tier four guys. Um, yeah, you're right. I don't know. The, just, the, the Suns, the path and the, the Suns? path and success. Yeah, well, the Suns like the Suns are weird because they're old, like they're an old, heavy loaded three star team, right? So that, that I mean, it may or may not. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just curious to see what the path of like the Kings and the teams Kings, like that right? look like, because the Kings are just. I mean, that's more of what we have is a, a you know some some good players, some all stars, potential all NBA guys, but I don't think that anyone considers Fox and Sabonis to be. MVP candidates, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's like, very like, weird. I've been, I mean, Sabonis is, the Cavs in the East, I guess. Yeah, so Sabonis has been my like comp to you know not place out, but like same tier to Laurie. So yeah, the Kings are probably pretty good, right? Like if you can get see what the Kings do. Um, uh, I mean, nobody's scared the Kings, uh, unfortunately for them. True. Um, yeah, you got Tr- Draymond Green on his podcast saying, "Oh yeah, this will, we're going to roll, and then the Lakers are going to beat the Grizzlies, and that's the second round for you." <laughs> yeah. they, they go, but you know, you know, you know, you know, it's kind of weird though. To to that point, I mean, I mean, well, those guys are just, those guys may or may not. We don't know. There, there may be that proverbial switch that the Warriors flip again. I, I, I don't Apparently. know. While, <laughs> while while I while, again, I Andrew Wiggins out. effect. Yeah, I mean, while I'm not willing to like go throw money on any of it, and because like the Lakers and the the, the Warriors of the world don't look like world beaters. Uh, I can't remember what podcast I listened to today. It was also like, but I, I, I'm not saying they're great, but like, are we really that confident in anybody else in the West? Like, is that, I mean, what is the no. what's the buzzsaw that's going to slow down that team? Like, I mean, it could happen, but anyway, I was going to say something different about Memphis. We're talking about, I guess, just overall team futures. Like, I understand Jaws the star, right? But I mean, from a physical capability standpoint, is Jaw? I mean, I don't know. It's just. It'll be interesting to watch how well these teams do and see if there is some, I guess, maybe a little more hope for us as Jazz fans that maybe there is a path to contention without having, you know, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry or LeBron and AD. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just I guess I'm, I'm just searching and hoping for something that may right. not exist, yeah. perhaps. I, mean, I don't know, but it's just... It, I mean, I said last week, and Jerry was, you know, here, like, like, I think the Jazz have to hit something pretty good in this draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, I think that there's a good chance that they do, just because I think there's a lot of good talent in this draft. And with the Jazz having this, like, huge void of someone that needs to, like, come in and take over uh, next to Laurie or, or even above Laurie, um, I think that can happen, uh, uh, you know, very, very soon. Uh Someone who's just Paul George enough good, but doesn't have to be yeah, like, Steph Curry or Giannis enough yeah. good or Kawhi like, yeah, Paul George, good, yeah, Paul George is so weird. Like, like, what do you guys think about like Pascal Siakam? Because yeah, I know the, the, the popular name is is Jalen uh, Brown, but that doesn't seem like it's going to happen to me. I mean, these are all trades, right? Like you're, you're looking to, yeah. tra- to trade. I mean, it could happen. I mean, uh, but Pascal Siakam is very weird. Like he just has these physical. I mean, is he the next Paul George? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he's as talented as Paul George, but man, like there's some immeasurables that Pascal Siakam has. Paul George had, uh, you know, Paul George was six seven when he got drafted, and like he grew to six eleven in a year or something like that. And uh, yeah, just all of a sudden it was like this this beast that you couldn't um, stop or six ten or whatever he was. But um, yeah, Pascal's um, uh, he's interesting because you know he doesn't jump out at you as like someone who's like knocking down threes or what, but you know he has, he has great numbers and. 
uh, his body's good. And and if the Raptors, I don't know, I don't know where the Raptors are. They traded away a draft pick to go get Jakob Pertl, um in a position where they didn't they don't they didn't need another center. They brought him back home, but like you know, Pascal played center. They had a, a rookie that they really liked there. The, I can't remember his name. Um, uh, Scotty Barnes is like a, a three or four. Like they they had a lot of guys who were. I don't know, just just in that in that range. Like they were playing three small forwards uh, in the front court. Um, right. Well, I'm I'm thankful that they went and got uh, Jakob because then they they finished behind us in draft position because they were losing a lot. Really. Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, I mean, good for them. They almost uh, almost made the the play in. So I again, they decided to make a push for the play in, which I'm kind of glad that. I mean, again, the Jazz, you know, the Jazz did what they did. Uh, they lost Logan as a fan. Um, but it got them a better draft pick. So, I mean, do you think? I mean, that's probably true, Joe. I think Siakam. The, I guess that if you think of all the guys that are rumored out there, he's probably the most likely. I mean, he's the most possible. I mean, because obviously, I mean, as much as I love getting the Lucas shit, the Lucas that's bullshit. Um, <laughs> that's never happening. Luca, I just don't see a scenario where Luca ever gets traded out of Dallas. But um, I know Jalen Brown is everyone's super hot and horny name, but I'm not. I mean, I I, I I I need to pose it on Twitter, and I haven't gotten around to it, but I need to figure out why people think that Jalen Brown would ever come to Utah and why he would stay in Utah. Because if, if, from what I'm reading, a, a significant portion <laughs> of what he wants out of Boston has to do with what, which is, for some people don't know, Boston is one of the sneaky, most racist cities in the country. Yeah. Um, and, and he doesn't want any part of that. That's a big part of what he wants out of him. He's been very, well, then come to, very vocal of about course. that. And so he, he wants to come to and, the... And I, don't know, I don't know if he's great friends with Don anymore, but at least during the bubble, they seem to be right. like they were buddies, right? Well, I mean, what... what and, and also, Danny Ainge had him on the trade block since the day he was born. <laughs> what I mean, what um, am I missing here that makes me think that... It, are people leaning on the Will Hardy relationship? or Because Danny Ainge seems like a negative, because he had him... He, I mean... Yeah. While I think some are chalking that up as a positive, I don't know that he views Danny Ainge. I think because of as a, you, I mean, you mentioned how Boston's so racist, um, he's going to want to come to Utah, which is notoriously not racist uh, according to a lot <laughs> yeah, of fans. I, just, I, I guess so, I just don't. I don't understand. I like. I, I know that people get excited, but like, how are they just ignoring that? That he. That's like, how are you quote tweeting an article where it's talking about how he hates racist Boston, and you're in all seriousness saying come to fucking Utah. Like I, I get that some of it's a little bit unwarranted. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if I want to put my foot out there and say unwarranted, but it's definitely not. It's definitely not the most culturally culturally diverse and accepting community. Um, uh, because it, it's, of, it's uh, wild to me. So, so there's got to be something, right? Like, do people? It's, it, the only thing I can think of is it's Will Hardy. That maybe there's some that that, that Will Hardy. He loves Will Hardy the way that. That Gordon Hayward uncomfortably sexually loved. I, I haven't, you know? <laughs> I haven't read them enough of the CBA to really, to really understand. But uh, I know there's something about ownership. Like if you tell Jalen Brown that he can have a uh, a Dwayne Wade size uh, ownership in the Jazz, uh, the Utah Swingers, the new baseball team, and the Utah Freeze, the new hockey team, uh, that could you know that that could be worth it, right? Oh, Utah Freeze! I like it. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that on the radio. Yeah, so I mean, that, that's not me. So. That, 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 and we're gonna, and we're gonna, and we're gonna get a license from DC to use Mister Freezer's. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. 
Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, as Logan uh, you know, mentioned, so yeah, the, you know, again, who, who, Pascal Siakam is a good name. That's a, that's a good name, Jared. Um, uh, uh, and and somebody that's I mean, probably in the same. And he's, I'm assuming he's foreign, right? So he's definitely going to stay. <laughs> people love people love. Dro- and I if mean... he wasn't foreign, he's from he's been in Canada long enough. He's technically a foreigner too. Yeah, our, our, makes, our, I think Fred Van Leet is also now foreign, right? Yeah, our, our friend uh, friend Fox in the Box mentioned that last week, and I was like, like, we don't do that here. We don't talk about like. I mean, I don't know. Just people love bringing up the foreign stuff, and it's, it's weird. Um, I just... um, yeah, Pascal Siakam, uh, Cameroon. Yeah, he's from Cameroon. I was like, yeah, like he's a. Uh... And, I'm and, not going to say like Wisconsin or something. I think Pascal <laughs> for me is, is in the same tier as as Laurie Marketing. and so um, that's. I mean, if you can have two of those guys, and if, if you hit on a rookie, um, and you still have some cap space, and I guess to bring Jordan Carson back, I, I can see it. I, I I can see a path there. I mean, if you, you know, you just have to be, you know, I you know, it's the Jazz. If if you're a small market team, you have to be very. Very good at all your moves, like you, you know the the, the Jazz of all the, the Donovan Rudy Gobert Jazz, they didn't hit enough, and um, if you're gonna do this with uh, with Laurie as your as your one one A one B, you know whoever I don't know who one uh, other one B is gonna be like you know this draft you had you have to hit you can't miss you have three draft picks, you know someone one of those guys has got to turn into, for me at least for me oh, to feel comfortable, oh, um, guys guys I I got the clincher. Uh, Pascal Siakam went to God's Academy High School. He's coming to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, he went to high school in Provo. He went to high school in Provo. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he went to that Provo Rehab Center. That, uh, uh, Louisville, Louisville, Texas. Who, and like, he, who he went to New Mexico they have, State. I didn't know that. They've got New Mexico. That's kind of an odd journey. Um, but uh, he so. But he's also, but he was also kind of a dude who's a self-made man, anyways. Though, right? As far as his basketball, he wasn't some top prospect or anything, anyways. So. No. Um, but it's 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 in. Do you think you said the Jazz with the Jazz having three picks? Do you think they have to hit on two of the three? And by hit, I don't mean that they both have to. They have to hit on two stars, but they have to hit on like a. Do they have to hit on a, an All Star caliber and a rotationary piece? Yeah, like like, where, like yeah. you just said, that's where we always missed all those right. other years. We like, missed the Desmond Bain, the Jaden McDaniels, the. I, kind of like I mean, do we think Mikel Bridges is is too high now? Like like Mikel Bridges was a good hit for the Suns at like number nine or ten. Like I'll look it up right now. Um, yeah, like I mean, this this version of Mikel Bridges, maybe. <laughs> oh my God, he's like a whole different guy now. Right. right. I mean, that, that's the thing is, like, again, like so so when when you have again so many guys in this like Laurie marketing tier, these guys can all be really good, but they can't be. You know, like there's a reason why LeBron James and like Katie, these guys are. Elite, really great for a reason because you put them on any team and they'll be good. There's a lot of these tier three-ish guys that I think are really good, and sometimes you just have to go to a different, uh, you know, a different uh, uh, location, uh, and, and sometimes just have a different role, and then all of a sudden you can be you can be great too, you know. So that's I don't know if I'm making any sense, but uh, Mikel was a, a yeah, he was picked number ten, right? Um, in the, in the year that the Jazz could have tanked as well, that was that was the I'm pretty sure that that was the draft that the Jazz like lost Rudy for half the season, and when he came back, they won like 20 out of 24 games or or whatever. And then that was the that was the oh, series. Yeah. yeah, that was the series they beat the Thunder though. So it's a hard that's a hard memory to to say it was a bad choice, but um, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely weird trying to reconcile that kind of thing because I mean obviously. 
back then I didn't give nearly enough to shit about Twitter to pay attention to what people thought we should have been like. Mm-hmm. To me, that was all feel good story about oh my god, this team um, reloads you know, with the, with the with the rookie Donovan Mitchell, right? Right. It's, right. It's, it was exciting, but maybe that was the wrong call. It's kind of like we were talking like the thing about today, like you know the the Jazz are in the nine slot, but really you know and 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 I don't know if I want to give credit to these guys, but again we we had those. Big that big week where we beat what Boston and Sacramento in the yeah. same in two days, or in two in the same week, right? Fuckers. And yeah, those those would change your those would move you up drastically with how tight everything got. But at the same time, it's like you were like the, the guys you're hoping to develop kind of led the charge, which is just a weird it's a weird fucking place to be right. in to try to like. And and that's um uh, you know when it comes down to it. So I mean that 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 Donovan rookie year, right? Like it, like will we trade that and. And, you know, you said, I actually do remember being on Twitter at that time. And, like, the discourse was they, the tank note had started. But once the Jazz went on this, because like, it was a historic run, like something that had been done before and, like, moved up so as far as they did and you had a rookie Donovan, a lot of people weren't that mad, uh, you know, myself included, that they, you know, didn't just try to go for a draft pick. Like, they, they did something. It was great and it was exciting. And um, here we are, you know, five years later going, oh, you know, I'm like, ugh, the Jazz should have really lost more games. But when it comes down to it, like, if you ask me, would I have traded, uh, you know, what I saw from Laurie, Walker Kessler, even Ochai Abaji, um, you know, like some of these guys that may even be fringe guys on, on the roster, you know, the THTs, Chris Dunn's, uh, you know, I, for, I, it would be hard for me to say I would not have wanted to see that. Uh, because it does give you a little sense of security, a little sense of like, okay, m- maybe Laurie has it, right? Because um, that's the thing, the Jazz were just, they I they did their darndest <laughs> to, to, to lose, and they just yeah, kept, so that, so. that's what I mean is how do you, how do you reconcile that? Like how do you how do you draw the line between like right. like especially with, with, I guess like we, we, when I say this, it's both parallels. It's that just that rookie Donovan team and it's this team now. Like mm-hmm. like how do you how do you distinguish between Oh my God! These guys are better than we thought, and they're actually developing better. We actually have good pieces in place, as opposed to like, oh my God, we should be fucking losing on purpose so we can try to get so we can try to right. hope to get something different. And I'm not trying to be that. I'm not trying to just discard the, the tanking. I, I understand the logic there. Yeah. I'm not trying to be the typical person you see on the internet saying you can't ever tank. Like I understand the logic there, but I'm saying yeah. in these particular cases, that's like a very fine line to walk. Like. It's funny to me because the tank, the tank, the, the, the tanking attitude is you want them to get these good, good reps, right? Like you don't want them just playing blowout games, but like right. it's like we want them to get the really good reps, but we don't like want them to get enough reps to where they actually go over the top and yeah. Ochai makes like three game-winning plays and actually wins a game. Yeah. Like you want them to lose, like you know, you, you can't. That's that's fucking absurd, right? right? Like that's that's when you're taking it too far that you because you don't want them just playing, you know, what happened towards the end of the season, which was just you know, one-on-one selfish ball with a bunch of people that are just trying to earn contracts for next year. Like that does nobody to go. So, so what you're saying is you want them in those games, but you ultimately want them to fuck up and not win games because you want to like, I guess, save that equity for a breakthrough <laughs> right. two years. Like that, it doesn't work that way. Like, and I understand in hindsight, it's like, Oh my God, like if we'd have lost those two games, we could be sitting in the Portland spot, which is like what, five or six or something. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's just hard and and I guess even to that to even to that point like what the fuck else were the Jazz supposed to do Yeah, and that, that's where like, I, you understand I, I he was tr- he was trotting out like teams that shouldn't <laughs> even we should have been 
you know, Portland try, has been trying to do the same thing, but they just weren't winning the games. Like <laughs> these, these guys, these guys, how much of that roster will even be in the NBA next year? Yeah, I mean the ten day contracts. Um, uh, uh, I mean they they got a Luca that wasn't even in the league. <laughs> like it's God, yeah, um, like yeah. So that I mean that that's harder because like for me, direct, you're right. I mean for me as a fan. You know, like, like after I calm down and think about, it, I'm like, you know what, the Jazz, you know, I I saw what they did. And Shout out to Chris Dunn, though, man. Like that guy really, uh, he made a push for. Like he's a spot in the league. He should be a backup point guard somewhere. In um, true and true Jazz fashion, he's like a couple years. A couple of years later. Really yeah. right? uh, oh, so like, we'll, Harrison Barnes only... will be landing in Utah in three years. I'm telling you right if, now. If only we'd had, if only we'd had Chris Dunn as the animal today. I mean, yeah, back when back when we're trying to talk ourselves into Shaq Harris, I stop or you know, I, a lot of people, a lot of people don't like these guys on Twitter, right? Like Mark and, and McKay, but those guys have been calling for Kristen for years, and so it happens, guys. <laughs> like, like you dunk, dunk on McKay all you want for his Ochai bust thing, right? It's funny, you know. He said what he said, and then Ochai played well. Um, you can dunk on, but then you know, I feel like you have to give flowers for when when, I'm, uh, when he's like, oh, you know, Chris Dunn. You know, he, I remember two, three years ago. Just... But you also, you also need to dunk on him when he claims on the internet the other day that Ben Wallace and um, Dikembe Mutombo were the best players on teams that went to the finals. Um, <sighs> I was thinking about that. I saw that tweet and I just scrolled by because I'm like, I'm not going to fight today. But <laughs> when you believe that, when you Dikembe believe those is better than AI, AI? or or, um, uh, or was... Ben Wallace was better than 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 Tayshawn Chauncey. Rip Hamilton. I mean, I mean, that's, there's there's one way to look at basketball, and that's one way to look at it, I guess. But, um, um, but yeah, so we. Uh, sorry, I just had to throw that out there because it's been it bothered me so much. I was thinking about it in the shower the other day, and I <laughs> couldn't finish. I couldn't finish jerking off because it's so upsetting to me. Oh, nice little tug. It went. Um, it went flaccid. Um, I was like, oh, the Kimmy Matumbo. <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, like that, that's that is like I mean, you brought up such a. I mean, it's it really is like as a GM, right? Like as a GM, like. What you hope for your good your GM to do is to really kind of be a little bit predictive of the future. Um, you know, see like, okay, cool, Lori. You, you know, go get Lori and, and 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 hope it works out. You know, add make sure you add a, a young piece into your trade package. Like, I'm sure no one knew that Walker Kessler and uh, even Ochai were going to be this good. But you know, there was like, hey, you know, Walker's a uh, the 22nd pick in the draft. Uh, Ochai is the is a lottery pick or fifteenth pick. So uh, those guys at least had some draft equity. They might they, they might be. Uh, gosh, who's the guy that got cut? Uh, Balmaro. Um, they might be Balmaro. But uh, yeah, throw them in the package, and then you can see. And if it's Balmaro, cool. You cut them, and at least you you know got a young. You know, I remember at the beginning of the year, like Logan kept saying, "Why keep? Why do people keep asking saying or saying it's like five draft picks?" Because you know why they kind of walk a customer as a draft pick, right? Um, and it worked mm-hmm. out. It worked out um, right. So um, uh, you want your GM to kind of be able to assess the situation, um, and, and you know, like, yeah, I want my GM to be like, okay, cool. Like, what Ochai is doing is great, but he's not an all star. Like, I'm, uh, people are out here thinking that Ochai is going to be the the third best player on a team. Like a lot of people, you know, I don't know, I don't put people, words in people's mouths, but it feels like people are like, oh, the Jazz are good because they already have Walker, Ochai, and Laurie Markin. And I'm like, 
Mm. I'm like those people are those people are called fucking idiots. <laughs> and it's just like as, as I was like, Ochai's nice, guys. He he's fine. He's a rotation guy. Yeah, he, he, yes. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. My hope is he turns into be like a you know a George solid Yang. three and D player. <laughs> yes. I know it sounds cliche as shit, but that's, right. Like he might be a starter. He might be the seventh guy off your. I don't know. Fuck. I don't. Bruce Bowen was nice to have. He, he, Danny Green is nice to have. But those yeah. guys aren't changing your your te- like those guys are nice to have if you have three other guys four of the guys that are in front of him you know our our best case scenario is he's Robert Dory uh, <laughs> big shot big shot Bob Ochai <laughs> I mean well Robert Dory is uh, I mean Kevin. seven championships okay. oh yeah a, a class yeah. Yeah, somewhere between Bruce Bowen and Robert Dory will take either one of those. <laughs> yeah so like I think Ochai could be could be good and he'd be nice to have but. You you know let's let's try to get those three or four guys that are in front of him first. Let's try to get that you know like actual like can Ochai be a starter? Sure, he can be a Royce O'Neal starter, but I want to make sure I have four really good all stars. I I say the same thing about Walker, like Walker can be a starter. I just don't think he's going to be the second or third person, best person on your team. Um, it's not it's, and like again these are not no. I think he needs, he needs to be like you know what's his name? What's our dude's name? What's the Yaka Pertle. Jared Jared Allen is maybe oh, yeah. a little bit better than Jared. Yeah, Allen. There you go. Yeah, like I'm a, these guys. Jared Allen good. was an all star once. Right? He was an all star once, um, uh, but that, again, it's being an all star once. I mean, it's just, oh, gosh, like this is another thing that bothers me, and we're going to let out now. And Aaron's like, oh well, next year the Jazz have a chance to be a playoff team. I'm like, is is that all? Is that is that all that we're looking for? Like, what does it even mean to be a playoff team? Like, well, it doesn't. Yeah, it'd be great to be a playoff team next year because the fucking Timberwolves are going to be a <laughs> yes dog shit. Uh, we don't have the we don't have the pick next year though. Um, we have pick swap. We don't have oh, pick fuck, swap. Never mind. We have a pick swap. <laughs> yes, we don't have any picks next year. Oh, thanks, thanks, uh, thanks, thanks, Derek Derek Favors. Favors. <laughs> thanks, Derek Favors. I don't think I don't, I don't think we have a pick swap. I think uh, I think pick swap is after. Oh, all. that's right. You have to blame Favors because Justin Zanuck isn't real. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Justin yeah, I mean, Favors is the one who made him do it. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Derek Favors. Uh, always Barker's a um, uh, um, uh, soft spot there. He was, yeah, he definitely wasn't good. It's not Jared's soft spot. Good he's every he's everybody's soft spot. I just want to be here, I just want to be here to remind everyone of two things. One, the second one now being that no draft pick next year. Thanks for that piece of shit. Um, no, no, he's not a piece of shit. He seems like yeah. a solid guy by yeah. all accounts, actually. Yeah. Um, so I try to retract that. Okay, piece of shit. Just um, uh, but, uh, 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 no no, out, uh, no talent ass clown. Oh wow! <laughs> Who's a no talent ass clown? What is that reference to? Uh, Michael Bolton. Office space. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I got him. Give me a second. It felt familiar, but not familiar enough. Yes. But... Why do I have to change my name? Uh, he's the no talent. What else did Derek Favors oh, yeah, right. do that, Favre do that makes me hate him? Um, had, had oh yeah, he, he took away Darren Williams and just completely shattered my right, my yeah. innocence from watching NBA basketball, realizing that a star will never exist in Utah. Yeah. And so, we're leaving a hopeless, yeah. hopeless fight into nowhere. So next year, if the Jazz are in the playoffs, that's, that is obviously a good move. But I'm just like. The playoffs should not be the the, the barometer of of a good season. Like, look at the teams not with are, this shitty West. Yeah, I mean, look at the. I mean, the. I mean, the, the Bulls. The Bulls might be a, be a, a playoff team. Great guys. Like, I, I really want to get to a level where you know I want I want to be, I want teams to fear us, uh, fear the Jazz, not us. Fear the Jazz like they feared the Warriors for so many years, right? Like, oh fuck, here comes the Jazz. Uh, you know, we're we're in trouble because you know they got. They've got three seven footers that are just going to murder us. So, <sighs> anyway, no, and, and if one of and if one of them is uh, is Kelly Olynyk, you might scream, right? 
I have nothing as KO. <laughs> well, I figured that like he's going to be old and washed by the time we're feared, right? Wow. I mean, if if KO's throwing triple be doubles, our seventh seven footer coming <laughs> off the bench. If, if KO's throwing triple doubles, man, like him, if if if, if we're feared and KO's Dude, one of the reasons he, why, good for him. If he had got the triple double, that would have been amazing. Uh, he was he was looking for it in that in that what. The, not the last game because he played the last game for some reason, but then sat. And the second to last home game, he was staring at the stat uh, stats and every time that he got an assist. Fourth quarter, he's trying to throw oops. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, all right, yeah, go for it, go, go for it, Kelly, try it. So, uh, Logan, um, uh, you know what? It's, it's, it's been good. Um, anybody in the anybody in the group chat you wanna you wanna shout out? Oh uh, no, I left the I left the group chat. Okay, uh, was I'm it no too longer, much? I'm no longer a part. Um, I can't talk about it here for legal reasons, um, but uh, I want I want to I do want to shout out. Uh, I, hopefully, I'm saying her name right. Uh, but Dr. DeRozan, the star, the star that none of us knew that we needed. Right. Good lord! If you haven't seen that footage of her watching Demar DeRozan's daughter in uh, in Toronto during the, the during the free throws day, screaming yep. at the top of her lungs every time they shot a free throw, and I think that. I think the Raptors ended up shooting like like fifteen or twenty eight from the free throw line or some shit. Um, but that no one knew what it was for the longest time, right? Like it was happening all game long, and it wasn't until like the fourth quarter they figured out where it was coming from. You saw people on Twitter like, "What the fuck is that sound? What is that noise?" And then like, there's also a side by side of that, you know, that Miami Heat LeBron like the shit is on photo where he's like he's hunched over and he's scowling. Right? Uh, they put her, they got a, a good side by side of her, and it was just it was it was good quality, clean entertainment. Um, and she, man, she, helped her, she helped her dad get to the next round. And she's got yeah. another. You know, I, I only watch the Bulls like play three games. Every time I watch them, they're like super entertaining. So like maybe I need to rethink my Demar Derozan and my Adam. That's not Adam Levine. Uh, Adam, Levine. Adam Adam Zach Levine takes. I don't know. <laughs> Adam, uh, they're brothers, I think. So um, it doesn't make any sense why that team is that bad, right? Like it's just it's kind of weird. I know they just there's they just some bad a, contracts a, and players, but there's a lot yeah. of. They have a lot of really good players, though. It's very weird. I think that, that's, a, hurt, that's really the, hurt them. That's the problem is that they like, can have a you know that's the problem is like sometimes you have a really good player like you know just a great you know, but they don't have a, they don't have like an elite player, I think. Yeah, um, you know what team has a lot of has a lot of good players. I just, I, I can't. I'm sorry. Before we duck out of this corner, I can't get by without shitting on them a little bit. The Minnesota Timberwolves have a lot of good players, <laughs> and they should be ashamed of the fact that they were the play-in. And I mean that in all seriousness. I'm, I'm, I'm also factoring in that Cat missed like 50 games. That team has so many good players, and the West was such dog shit. They Man. should be. They should be an embarrassment and ashamed. All the other, be... all the other shenanigans and circus, circus tricks aside, like that team has wave of wave of players. They had. Like, think about how deep they go at the center position. For Christ's sake, <laughs> and I understand some of these guys got injured at the end, but like, my God, Nas Reed is going to make like fucking. Thirty million dollars a year next year. Uh, we're going to give it to him too, uh, but it's, just, it's, it's 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 wild. Like they just keep trotting out player after player, right? And it's just like they have so many good players. They should be they disgusted have, in themselves like, you know, for this, finishing in the plan. This is for the anti tank crowd. They have two number one picks on their team. Anyway, that's how that's how good they are. There was four number one picks in the play on the game last night. Yeah, there was uh, the, the people love that stat too, um, but you know, trust me, Not like you you definitely. I mean, there, there's a difference between. LeBron, like the tier that LeBron and Anthony Davis are in, versus the tier that Cat and, and Anthony Edwards are in. But you know, the tier that Cat, that Cat and Anthony Edwards are in is still a pretty damn good tier. You know, so yeah. uh, you know, number one. There's picks. a lot that believe Anthony Edwards' tier might be uh, might be an elite tier. It, feel, it, it, 
it feels a little bit cat like though, where it feels like all the tools are there, and cat can just never put it I mean, together. Cat was so there Anthony for yeah. get the cat was there for a while. The fuck out of Minnesota the way he needs to get the <laughs> yeah. Cat cat was in that tier for a long time, um, and mm-hmm. it, it isn't so recently that like oh shit, you know, like all the all the ne- like the fact that his weaknesses are still there and like he hasn't covered them up, uh, can't cover them up as much anymore. I think um, uh, that's really hurt uh, the cat crowd. Meow. Um, he does a lot of dumb shit. That's that's, that's yeah. all there is to it. Well, he, and Ricky Rubio meow is, yes. is is forever ingrained in my mind. He also he also especially um, since that commercial like with the with the Rudy stuff going on, how it was like right. that, that cat guy cat thing number. became relevant. Oh, it's okay to be a cat guy. At least some, at least cat didn't punch a wall. So um, yeah. or a teammate, I guess. So good for good for those guys. Um, yeah, we're even going to dissect that. Thing, oh, but, uh, I mean, poor Jaden McDaniels, man. Like, uh, they put, like, a plastic cover over the thing, so apparently he didn't know that was the actual concrete wall behind there. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, uh, next, you know, next time he's... I guess, he, you know, fuck around and find out. Next right? time he's pissed, he'll throw his fists at a drywall. So, um... <laughs> As Mike, the situation taught us, though, you always got to check and make sure it's actually drywall. Don't put your head into his stuff. <laughs> Uh, a Jersey Shore reference in 2023. That's awesome. Did you guys, are you guys aware that that Sammy's finally back on the Jersey Shore? I haven't, I haven't watched Jersey Shore because uh, you know they, they did the reboot, right? Like three I, or four yeah, or five years ago, where they call like yeah. Family Vacation out when it's all the old people. Yeah, and like, Sammy's been infamously not on there. And, and I saw something the other day on TikTok that she's back. Yeah, so, I'm, really? I'm not a big Jersey Shore fan, but like I have seen the ads for it, so I'm like, oh. I mean, I I mean, I, I own like I didn't know there was a reboot. So. I own like all seven streaming services now, so it's just like I see it and I'm like, oh yeah, it's not for me. And I, but God, it, yeah, the, the, that's probably these. Streams. Oh, it definitely hasn't been enough to make me watch it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I still haven't turned it on or even attempted to record it. We'll have to do. A, we'll have to do like, like favorite shows from the two thousands, like our the MTV era that we <laughs> we did, like. Um, oh, man. Uh, I, I, know, I know my favorite already. Man. Yeah, like, uh, uh, like the, the, o- the OC season one was uh, uh, not the OC. Uh, uh, Laguna Beach uh, season one was just a masterpiece. Um, so uh, everything mm-hmm. I'm talking about is trash, though. So, uh, Jared, anybody? Trash is a little aggressive. Trash is a little aggressive. <laughs> it brought us the hills, okay? It and did, we'll, it that did. will always be grateful. It did bring us the hills. Uh, Jared, anybody, do you, you want to put in Marnay's uh, 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 corner here? Grossy Corner. Grossy, what, is uh, it? what do you call it? <laughs> Produce Corner? I Produce Corner, thank it. you. <laughs> um, so anybody who has f- produced fresh produce. Um, Marnie's I mean, Meat Shack. Meat Shack. Official name Goodness, change. goodness. Uh, you know, I can't, I can't really think of anything offhand. I mean, Mark has been, uh, Mark has been adamant in his Rudy defense, so I mean, shout out to him for that, but Man, I really had to hold my tongue on this Rudy stuff because I don't want to go in, go in on Rudy. Yeah, dude, it's fucking. It's it, it's annoying, and I, I'm 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 more annoyed at myself. I keep falling into the trap, yes. talking about it, <laughs> and also like getting irritated by it. But it's just like sometimes in life, there's just certain situations like he couldn't have done that. Like he shouldn't have done that. Uh, and don't give me the backwards bullshit about he got called a bitch. Like in that circumstance, in that situation. You don't do that, right? And, Dude, and, LeBron and the suspension, got, suspension LeBron was perfect. Got, suspension was perfectly justified in that situation. And yeah. if it wasn't Rudy Gobert, these people would not be making those types of those types well, of requests, and they just wouldn't be. It's just it's. I, I mean, LeBron it. got called the bitch on, by 
Mario Chalmers and he went and won them a series, you know, and won a championship because he let that fuel him instead of punching his teammates. So, I mean, that's yeah. all I'm going to put, say about that. And, yeah. And to add on to that a little bit, just the people who think that bitch is like, bitch is like the end all be all for let's throw down. Just, I would, I would really encourage you to strongly um, examine the demographic of the people who believe that versus the ones who don't. And I'll let Ooh. you come to your own conclusions as to what that means. But, I think the C um, word is much, much worse. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just interesting yeah. to watch the people who say that. And it's just, it's also just like, you know, that's the thing with Rudy is like, I understand he's unnecessarily picked on and he gets unnecessary hate. I'm not here to pretend he doesn't. But like, part of what makes it even worse is the fact that people just won't, like, I love Mark, and you guys know I love Mark. But that this, this was this was not the time to do like odes to Rudy Gobert. Like, <laughs> it, like it just like how about we just keep our mouth shut, play with your cat on the couch, you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Especially the beauty of it that like there's an article that was published like that day where they're talking about Kyle Anderson's leadership and that Rudy Gobert <laughs> yes. is quoted as saying his language is uh, can be aggressive to some, but I appreciate it and I like where he's coming from. So you know. <laughs> Like he could, anyway, could there's, there's a lot of layers too. But I mean, it, it, it's just it's just so fucking annoying. Like we're, dude, that's the most dramatic Twitter I've been involved in all season long, and that's why I wanted to avoid because he's not on our fucking team. And, we should be uh, talking. Gets it? Gets it? Good. Had the good sneaky tweets about Mike Connolly's hamstring. Like people saying, where was this Connolly at? He well, he'd be in street clothes because Hammy would have been blown out, or he would have <laughs> would he have made those free throws? No, like the bubble. Like I love Mike. I, I do. And I, I might say love Mike Connolly. I strongly like Mike Connolly, but it was. I definitely, in my true bitterness of the moment, I was not, I was absolutely seething watching him do good things. Um, and, and as I settled down today and became a little more rational, like, that was pretty rude, Logan. That's pretty bad. Like, he's a good guy. He deserves good things. But, like, in the moment, I wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm so happy for Mike. I'm so happy for you, bro. No, do that in Utah. Fucking, like, play the game is would be the first great step. Second of all, like, how about you make the buckets, you know? Yeah, like, when don't, it matters, don't miss so. that shot first, Denver. Yeah. I mean, hey, almost. Uh, you know, uh, how did we get here? We just we, the, you needed some therapy. Jared brought up Rudy Gobert. Fucking, you need some. You need some. Brought up Mark to shout him out. I love Mark still, but goddamn it, sometimes I want to just. I just I don't even know what I want to do because I never want. I never want to hurt his feelings or his physicality, but just Mark. No, you're wrong. Sometimes it's okay. You're just wrong. That's all. <laughs> uh, Rudy will do that like him. Uh, the, the Rudy discords. Uh, we thought we'd be done with it, but apparently not. So we're uh, never going to be fucking done with it. Somehow it's still. Yeah, that is. Uh, we are never going to be done with it. Um, so yeah, go follow Dragon Squatch at the Dragon Squatch um, uh, on the Twitter. Uh, when's your wedding? Changing my handle to fuck Rudy Gobert. <laughs> when is the wedding? <laughs> uh, I'm ordained, so I, I need to know. This is important, so I can take my days off. No, I don't know. We need to figure that. We're not not any sooner than a year. So. Uh, and I need to I need to like find a I need to find like a really comfortable. I, I'm assuming some of these spring weddings. I need I need to find a really comfortable Elvis uh, Elvis uh, suit. Yeah, yeah, Elvis would be good. It'd be good if you could find like an Elvis short pant combo or something. You know, something something. Just something good. A shirt pant. Well, yeah, like, like so not, not a full jumpsuit. You just, like, you just want a shirt pant. I mean, full jumpsuit, full jump, some, full yeah. jumpsuit is good. I'm, I'm just totally making this up on the spot, so it may be a bad idea. But like, like, I, I, it's I, just like full, it's like full, it's full jumpsuit from the top, but like from the bottom now, it's still the same Elvis theme, but it's like really tight, like nut hugger shorts, you know, like that would be okay, with right. some fancy boots, maybe. Hey. I'm, just, I'm just spitballing here. It's, it's your wedding, man. Like, um, uh, I've already gotten ordained, so I've got that part one is done. How long does that last for? I mean, how long till it expires? I, yeah, you know, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I, it, res- 
way easier than it should have been, I think they just want my money. And so um, I'm about to look <laughs> look more into to this ordained. Apparently, it's just like to, to, to do a wedding is really easy, folks. Like, you, you ask like three questions, and as long as you ask those questions, it's, it's like legal. So it's amazing. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of God talking in the wedding. Uh, Jared. Did you say God? Yes. I think he said dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go to this. Is, go, go to this. Is, you know, we're gathered here in this church. Um, go to this is forty nine. Uh, Bus and Barker. Um, what? What do I have Did to do? Did you say Bus and Barker? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was uh, funny. Um, what um uh, what do I have to do? Like what what do I need to come dress up for your wedding? Because I'm already if I'm if I'm ordained, I'm going to do two. Your wedding and and, and Logan's two for wedding. one, yeah. So, um, uh, what would you like? Because I mean, Elvis is his his thing. That's what he wants. What do you right. want? Oh, dude, that's that's a hard one. Yeah, because yeah, um, yeah, like... the thing is, I have, I have not even found the the other party involved in this situation. So it's like, oh. well, I'm sorry, I already committed, you know, to right. who be, who uh, doing my wedding. So this is what it has to be. I, I, oh. I think if she gets to pick the color of the flowers, you get to pick who gets to marry. Okay, Lord Farquaad. Yeah, you uh... as the Blue Ranger. You as the Blue Ranger. Blue Ranger. Blue Ranger. You know, what? I have that. So I already have. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I remember. And um, you're you're like Yellow Ranger. Racist. We also haven't discussed Jamie's protein yet. Oh my gosh! No, I am. Uh, <laughs> I was, as I was, as who said, "What's in your notebook?" And I had like a list of people to try to bring Jamie protein. Jamie Protein's name was on there. I am. Uh, I added myself last week. Uh, you, you didn't listen or uh, last episode. I added myself already. I told everybody. Jamie Protein. I told everybody. I was. Uh, I'm. I'm Tiffany Don. Uh, Tiffany with two E's. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. So um, uh, all all those sexual and uh, uh, news that you send in the DMs are going to me. So you know, uh, I'll do what I want. Even. Wait, and you tweet the ones about Rudy Gobert too? Wow. Mm, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a huge, uh, huge Rudy Ab guy. So, um, yeah. So I'm looking uh, forward to the penis collage you'll be putting out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's our hour, folks. So thank you. Say th- thank you. I'm a, again. I'm a thank you to the Believe Network. I don't know. You might have ads in this episode. If we do, cool. Thanks for listening to them because that's how the show is going to be made now. Um, I don't know what the ads are. Probably something with gambling. Um, we'll, we'll get that all. Like, I mean, we probably should have, you know, look through the contracts a little, a little more. Uh, so yeah, thanks again. Um, give us a five star review. That helps us out. Again, thanks to Jake, the links, uh, who gave us a, a, somebody else gave us a, a five star review last weekend. As I was reading, I'm like, this is a robot. It was Jamie Protein. <laughs> it, was, it was Jamie Protein. All right. Well, thanks again. And Jamie Protein is our next guest. So we'll catch you guys next time. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.